Hello and welcome. Welcome to Living Daily in Worthiness and Authenticity. I am your host, Bola Abimbola. I'm a business clarity and emotional freedom coach. I help you achieve emotional freedom from anxiety and grow your leadership confidence. This is a new series, is a new chapter. It's called Living from the Soul Center. I will be interviewing a number of women and men who are living their heart's desires, living from the soul, living their passion and doing it with such grace and panache. You will not want to miss this series. It is going to inspire and encourage you to live from your soul center and develop your intuition. So join me every week. New episodes will be released on Spotify at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings, British Standard Time. And I also invite you to check out my website, www.soulspacehealing.com. Welcome to this episode of Living from the Soul Center. I am your host, Bola Abimbola, certified trauma recovery coach, business clarity and emotional freedom coach based in London. And this podcast series is really about interviewing women and men from all walks of life who have been through spiritual awakening and are now running their businesses as entrepreneurs with grace and panache. And these interviews are really about sharing their journeys and their stories to inspire and encourage. And today I'm really glad to have my guest Fatima Hassan based in Dubai, who is an NLP practitioner, a mindset coach. She's also a member of the Listen Nicole Speak and Inspire and the co-founder of the Mindset Icon Company. Today's episode is titled Cultivating an Aligned Mindset. Welcome, Fatima. Thank you, Paula. Thank you for, so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, it's nice to meet you again. I know we've met before and you yes. are such an inspiration. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Fatima. So tell us, tell us more. Tell us more about your mindset coaching business. Uh, so my mindset of business coaching actually is to help people find their own potential, tap their potential, find their inner uniqueness, allow them to find their identity. So we work with people to allow them to work through understanding their inner self. And I think understanding who you are, understanding your values, understanding your beliefs, uh, walking through uh, your past so that you can your past doesn't define your future. So you have to learn to walk your path, tell your story and become who you want to be. So we are allowing, we are helping people to actually tap their potential because we all have something unique within us, but we are always having uh, beliefs and things that are holding us back to allow ourselves to tap that potential. So when we work as, as a mindset is creating that extraordinary mind, breaking the, 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 the beliefs that we've been society beliefs that defines you and makes you feel that you are entitled to be a certain person your identity the, the most important thing that we try and help people is to find your identity understand your why find your purpose tap on your passion and create the life that you want that's what we, that I do mostly is allow people to find themselves your inner self as you say finding your inner path to find who you really are because we forget, we forget, we come into the, you know, we are born into the, you know, into the earth plane 
and we forget who we are. And really, I think, you know, that process of remembering, remembering who we are takes a lot of courage. And um, I really, I'm really resonating. I'm resonating with the work that you do as well. So tell us some, um, what inspired you to set this up? And what has your journey been? And have you created this beauty, this beautiful life, your coaching and your business life from within? Wow, that is a long journey. <laughs> I think one of the things that really inspired me to start to become a coach was the fact that I learned I didn't know what I wanted in life. I was struggling. And I think like so many people, I wanted the change. I wanted to have a change in my life where we call success. Yes. But I was working so much on the outside circumstance. How much money can I make? I want to be happy. So I was looking for all these things with, without knowing who I really was. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a purpose. And I found myself in a journey of trying so many things, so many things that were failing. So it was in terms of, I want to be an entrepreneur. But what do I do to become an entrepreneur? So someone is selling dresses, I'm going to do that business and I'm going to do that business. And I'm tapping in every single thing that I see others are doing in terms of finding the success or changing your life mm -hmm. as many of us wants to have a, a, a good life. Mm -hmm. And these failures made me believe that I had bad luck in my life because everything that I was doing was not working. Mm -hmm. And if we go back, we all, most of the time we relate our lives with what happens when we are young or the, the things that are happening in our lives. So I started my life at a very young age. I think I started working at the age of 18. I had a dream of becoming a nurse and that was one of the things that I really wanted in life. Mm -hmm. But like so many people, I didn't have the chance to be that because my dad didn't have the, uh, he became sick and he was the sole provider. He was the one who was taking me to school. So by the time I reached 18, 19, I had to find a way to study. So I moved from my country to Saudi Arabia, where the belief if I move from Kenya, I'm going to make my life. So I moved there and I found a lot of challenges. And I remember one person who really inspired me to work with my life was my dad. Because when I reached there, I felt that that was a new life, a new change, a new challenges. And I remember calling home and telling him, you know, I cannot do this. I don't understand how I can do this. Mm -hmm. And his words were, if you want to change your life, you have to be responsible for it. Because I cannot do it for you. So you have to stand and do what you want. You have to build your dream. So find help. And that was in a new place with different culture, with something new. Yes. You go ask yourself, who do I ask for help? And as so many people, I went to internet and I was looking on how to raise kids because I went to work as a nanny. So that form of work and I find help. I went to the internet and I find my first mentor, super nanny. And I would watch what she's doing at night and started implementing it in the daytime. And that in the end inspired me to become a teacher. That's how I ended up teaching children. I moved from my becoming an nurse and I started teaching children. So with this journey, I, I realized that I, all I've been wanting to do is to serve people in a way of making a difference. But because we are living in a society where we are conditioned to think in a certain way, there are certain things that define us, certain jobs that make you feel you feel in, fit in society. So I was in that journey. And after some time in Dubai, I felt uh, in Saudi, I felt like I need to move on. I was not getting 
the, the experience that I want. So I came to Dubai and I worked in Dubai for 10 years. But that was another journey where I realized whatever I'm doing again, I'm failing. So I failed from my relationship. I went through a divorce and I failed from everything that I tried. And my only security that I had was my job. So if I don't have the job, I have nothing else to live for. So there was nothing that was making me feel fulfilled. And that was what I was looking for. Mm. So it reached a point where I felt if I came to Dubai and I'm not doing anything, I'd rather go back home and see what I can do. So I went, I came back to Africa and I remember meeting with my old friends and they were all doing businesses and they're having families and they're having their own children. And that was like, for me, I felt like I'm really, I'm really a loser because there's nothing working in my life. And I remember going home and talking to my mom and I told her, you know, I don't know why I have such bad luck. Everything that I do is like, it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And my mom goes and the farms and goes like, yeah, I know. I don't know why you try so much and you do so many things, but you have bad luck. And I was like, this is not what I want to hear right now. But in that conversation, my mom said something that really changed my life. She went and questioned herself because she went and said, I don't know what I did long wrong as a parent, because I know you're really doing something very good. And that was the realization of we are always in pain and we forget that the most important people in our lives are there for us. And the more we become victims, we are also affecting them. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I really strive in my life is to see that my mom has, has the best because I am here today. I've been on all this journey. She's been my one person who has supported me. And I decided I'm not gonna let her have that blame on her because I didn't think it was her fault, it was my fault. So I wanted to know what was wrong, what was I missing? How come that I left Kenya to go and work in another country in hope of changing my life, but I was not making it. And people who were still back in home, they were making their lives. So that was a question that I didn't understand. So I gave myself one year of going for transformation. So what? As in so many people, I went through motivational speaking and I went to listen to motivations. But as you know, motivation gives you that hype for 10, 15 minutes, one hour, six months, you will do something. And after that, you're back to the same place struggling. So I took a leap of, I'm going to do to be coached for a year. And that's how my journey of mindset coaching people started. So after the year, when I went for my own transformation and I started understanding that I am the sole purpose of my failures, that I was holding myself back, my beliefs, my thoughts, my values. I didn't even understand what is my why, what's my purpose in life. I didn't have clarity of what I wanted in life. That was then I started understanding what I want in life. And I started seeing the breakthroughs. I started meeting different people. I changed my community completely. And I started taking ownership of my life. That change of taking ownership of my life, of knowing that I'm the soul, I am the purpose and I'm the reason for everything that is happening in my life. And if I want to change, I have to be the change that I'm looking for. When I started seeing that, that gave me the motivation to start working with people. And the one thing that I realized, and that's the best part is when I went inside and understood what I want, I realized this has been my journey the whole time that one thing that I really liked and I've been doing it for years was helping people find their own journey but I never knew that allowed myself to go deep and find my own journey so I was helping people in an empty cup helping people where I am not full myself 
So that was the journey to starting my, my, my business with my partner. That was my journey starting my podcast, um, interviewing people. Mm. And that's my journey of starting coaching people. Wow, I love that. That's powerful. And I think that journey, thank you so much for sharing that journey with us. Because that journey is something that is a process. It's, it's a process and each one is as it should be in a way. We start out um, not clear and we get to a pace where that pain, that, that pain is at the threshold and everybody has a different pain threshold. You know, we get to that place where we say, this is enough. This is enough. Yes. And we may say, you know, in, in 2010, we may say this is enough. And then 2020, we go, oh, this is definitely enough. enough. And, and then we say, we're going to take responsibility and we're going to become clear. Because I also remember leaving Lagos, leaving Lagos and coming to London and finding out that really the dream is not in where you are. It's what is within you. And I began to also do therapy. And I um, wrote to my mother and I said, you know, I've discovered that you really messed up my life. And, and, and I remember, you know, there was a process where she did not respond to me. And then she, you know, a couple of years later, when we did meet face to face, you know, I said to her, why didn't you respond to that letter? And she said to me, oh, because you had written it to the wrong person. That letter should have gone to my father because, you know, he did what he did. And, you know, he did his best. He did the best that he could for me. And I did the best that I could for you. And this is now mm -hmm. your turn to do the best that you can do. And when your son writes you his letter, <laughs> tell him that he should send the letter to me because we're all doing the same thing. And it's so, you know, it's so I think it really is um, interesting when we speak to our parents and yes. they inspire us because what she was saying to me was, I have done my bit. And no matter what that childhood is, no matter what that journey is, we really have to take responsibility at some point. And we cannot yeah. blame anyone. Um, and, you know, as much as I love being a parent to my two boys, then I've grown up 24 and 23, um, I do know that nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. Yes. This is how it is. There, there are those challenges that we go through. And there will come a time when they'll come to me and they'll go, Mom, you didn't do this so well. And I'll go, yes. okay, so <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. And now what are you going to do? And this is really yes. key, is wherever we are, whatever point we are, to really come to a place where we take responsibility, to get clear about what we want, who we are. And I love that this is the journey that we're all going through. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And tell us more. Could you tell us more about how you help others live that that soul-centered life through your business, what your programs are about, what you do. So what we, what I do actually is to allow people to understand deeper, go deeper and understanding yourself. So what beliefs are holding you back? And when we go talk about beliefs and it's something that a lot of people don't wanna do, they want to move to the future without going back and healing from what happened. So you want to be, have a good life, but you're still holding back to the pain. So instead of healing, you're masking the pain and trying to make it feel better. Yeah. So when you open the door of going back, and I always say, when you go back to your past, you go learn, see what you've seen, 
learn from it and take the leftovers and come with them on the table. Put them on the table and look at them and ask yourself, what do I do with them? Because that is a choice. So it's a choice with whether I go with the emotions that I've been having, believing that I'm not good enough. I'm not able to do this. Uh, I've been defined by what has been happening in my future, I mean, my, my past, or I decide to take action and become a better person. So where we go is you have to heal. Where did you start from? So your past does not define who you are. There's so many things that we go through in life. It's, it's very easy to give up and say, you know, I, I, I was a victim of something, but that is part of you. And, and letting people understand the past is what makes the future. If you unlearn from the past, then the future is gonna be better because you bring your leftovers. I call them leftovers because that is the whole thing that you have. When you learn from them, it's like having food. So mm -hmm. some people will say, my leftover food, I'll throw it out. I don't eat leftovers. Someone will feel sad and say, I'm eating leftovers. And someone will decide to make a very nice dish from the leftovers and enjoy the meal. That's mm -hmm. totally your choice what you wanna do with, with, with your leftovers. Mm -hmm. So for me, I allow people to just see that your past does not define you, but you, you learn from the past and create a future that you want. Yes. So when, and then when we talk about beliefs, we are surrounded by so many people. And I think culture is one thing that holds us back. Mm -hmm. So the beliefs that you're being told, and I, if I, I know there's so many things like, you know, nobody has done that in, your, in, in our family. So that you, you, money doesn't grow on trees. These are things that are being pampered and pushed in our brains. So mm -hmm. what beliefs are you carrying with you that are holding you back? Mm -hmm. Beliefs in terms of money, beliefs in terms of change, beliefs in terms of even having a vision to do something. And when you learn to understand about your beliefs, you start getting to understand yourself. And that's the journey of going to learn your inner self. Mm -hmm. And we learn about your values. And I think a lot of people don't even understand what their values are. So for me, I learned that one of my biggest, my first values, family, because it's a priority to have my family at ease and have my family next to me. Mm -hmm. And when I started my journey of wanting to become a coach, it was very hard for me to explain my vision to them, even though I wanted them to be part of my vision. But I learned to understand that my family is my, my family and my vision is something that I'm working on. So because of understanding my value, I learned to balance that my vision is my, my work and I have to find a community that will build my vision. And my relationship with my family has nothing to do with my vision. I just have to love them as my family and I need to have them as my support. Mm -hmm. And this is where we work on your wheel of life, where you start working on all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. So finding, understanding, it's not when you understand your value, you start understanding the whole areas of your life, because most of us are working in terms of, I want to have money so that I can change my life. But there are people who have a lot of money and don't have good relationship. So what if I have money and I have a good relationship with my spouse and I have fun for myself where I have time for myself mm -hmm. and I have connected spirituality with my maker and I work and have a balance. So we have to, I, I help people to see that for you to have that fulfillment that you want, you need to have a balanced life. Because if you don't have that balance in all areas of your life, it's like driving a car that has a wheel that is not working. It's not working. One wheel is not working and the three are working and you're struggling to drive and drive and drive. So tap in all areas of your life. So we are also helping people building their vision. And I think a lot of people, are forgetting that the one thing that is making us 
create is our imagination. So allowing your imagination to grow, to have that vision of, I can be a source of uh, change. You have to be a solution. So that solution that you want to, to give to the society should have a vision. So how do you build your vision? How do you make that vision grow? And you become, you, you, you live and set goals that are gonna help you reach where you wanna be. We're also helping people to understand that change comes within you. And this is the most important thing that for the most people that you coach, they're looking for happiness from the outside. We want to change the outside circumstances. We want to change what is happening out. So if I want to be happy, I'm looking for, if I make money, I'm going to be happy. So if my happiness level, from, if I rate it from the level, from the rate of one to 10. So when I make money, my happiness go to the rate of seven and I feel excited. I've made some money that feels good. But as some, sometimes you start missing some things. So you have money, but I, maybe I don't have a family. So something is nagging and that happiness starts going down. So you're looking for a relationship. So you get to a relationship where you get to a seven. Unless you know how to make your happiness from within, like loving yourself completely, mm. understanding who you are, understanding your purpose and building your life the way you want. You're always going to be looking for things to make you happy. So how do you get from a seven to an eight to a 10? Where even if challenges come, you know that I am capable of doing better than where I am right now, because I'm not looking for outside affirmation. I'm not looking for outside circumstances to change because I am the sole change of my life. So it's like when I, I learned to understand that I'm the poison to my life. Whatever I think is what I define to myself. Mm -hmm. Whatever I tell myself is what I become. And when I started understanding that, I started checking and what am I thinking as a person? What, what do I tell myself? What do I actually stand and tell myself? So when I, for example, when I went through a divorce, it was that point of saying, I went through a divorce because I'm not, I, I allowed someone to take advantage of me, someone I allowed myself to, I got a, a, bad, a, bad, a, bad, a bad partner. But I, when I started understanding it was not him, it was me. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know how to love myself. And that was something that when you take ownership, when I started understanding, I didn't even know what love means to me. So it was very, even it was so difficult even for me to want love from someone else. That has changed the perspective of how I want love in my life completely. And that taught me how to take ownership. So I allow people to learn how to take ownership of what they what is ever is happening in your life. You don't point a finger and say it's Bola who did it. But the thing is, if it happened, you are part of it. What are you doing that is allowing it to, to happen? And what changes can you create so that these things don't happen? Because when you change, everything changes around you. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for love, what are, you, what are you missing in love so that you, 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 you are lacking that love that you want? Mm -hmm. If you're in, a, in an abusive relationship, what are you doing that is attracting you to be in that abusing relationship? Because everything you do is a decision. Mm -hmm. So what decisions am I making? I need to make better decisions. Which decisions should I make me as a person so that I can change what is out, happening outside? And when you learn that, you find that you're attracting the people that you want and you get what you want. So allowing yourself to go deeper and understanding who you really are mm -hmm. and having that identity of knowing your worth, loving yourself completely. And I think a lot of people don't understand the value of self-love. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And when you say self-love, it's not just standing there and telling myself I'm good. It's the fact that you can stand in the mirror and look at yourself and say that I am I'm lovable, I love myself, and I am worth everything that's happening in my life. And the next thing we help people is to find your center. And I think when we were talking the last time, you talk about taking a breath. I think this is one thing that has really, really helped me. When you sit back and just take a breath and allow yourself to, un to, to, to breathe and understand and connect with your, in your center self, mm -hmm. where you can't understand what really is happening. And I think a lot of people don't do introspection where you go deeper and find your real center. Because when you do that, you start understanding what you want in, the, in life, what really defines you. And just taking that moment of telling yourself, oh, Fatma, calm down and let your mind go deeper and find out what you want right now at this moment. Mm -hmm. Take that breath and, 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 and allow yourself to really go deeper. A lot of people don't do that. So we allow people through meditation, allow them to go deep and understand, to, to, to align with their center, center self, mm -hmm. which is apparently, I was telling someone the other day, when you allow yourself to, to, be, to get your center, you start tapping your inner child. Yes. And that's yes. the most powerful thing because a lot of us forget that the most powerful part of you is your inner child. When you start connecting with that inner child of yours and start having understanding what you wanted when you were young and you were told that it was not possible or you're connecting with yourself and allow yourself to have fun with the small things that you used to like, that's what creates creativity in you. You start seeing, seeing things that you never thought you would do mm -hmm. because you allow yourself to go to be that child. Yes. A child who, when you are in kindergarten, I remember when you were in kindergarten, when you say, who wants, who's, who's going to be an artist? I think the whole class in kindergarten will put their hands up. And then when you go to the higher class, if grade one and two, if you says, are you going to be an artist? Two people will put their hands and start looking at each other. Mm -hmm. When you reach grade eight or grade seven, nobody will, because we've already been fed of things that society expect of us so when you go to your inner child and open that door finding your dreams that you had the desires that you had from a younger age and you start thinking about them it allows you to have an amazing creativity of what you can serve and give people so how do you get centered to yourself and understand to the next level and we allow people the most thing that i love doing with people is creating vision boards mm -hmm. Because for me, that is like allowing yourself to see your dreams in, in reality and allowing the imagination to grow. A lot of people don't allow themselves to have imagination. And the key to success is to when you allow your imagination. I think every successful person in this world imagined of being something. He imagined of creating an airplane and traveling the world. And he implemented that imagination to become the inventor that he wants. So having a vision board is just allowing that imagination of you is looking at what you imagine in your mind and making it a reality. So we say about affirmation. And for me, when people talk about affirmation, I say you can't affirm to something that you don't believe in. Mm. Unless you believe in your imagination, you believe in yourself, you, be, you love yourself completely. And you have faith that there's a higher purpose more than you that is guiding you. Mm. Then you're affirming to nothing. So allowing people to just connect to all these aspects of their lives so that they can be able to achieve and get what they want. Yeah. That's the most yes. amazing thing I can say I share with people. Wow, wow, I love that. I love how you really look at the balanced approach. 
that wheel of life and looking at the values in the different aspects of our lives, whether it's the spiritual or the personal, emotional, mental, or if it's, you know, if it's something to do with our economics and finances and money, or if it's to do with our work, collective contribution, or if it's to do with our spirituality. Because the different aspects of our lives and the values that we have, you know, in different aspects may not necessarily um, be a priority all at the same time. But it's about knowing that, you know, at any point in time, it's about getting clarity in which, what are the priorities for me in this area? What are the blocks, the inner blocks? And I think your work around looking at that balance across the wheel, taking time to really understand the beliefs that we hold, taking time to heal that inner, inner child. That is really where our creativity, creativity comes from. And research has shown, research from Stanford University has shown that our beliefs, the heart-focused intentions that we have, do modify our DNA. So this is not just about mental work. It's really about, you know, our entire body. We can change our DNA by the intentions and the beliefs that we hold when they are really clear to us. So this is really important work, important work that, you know, that we're doing. Um, and I really wanted to touch on the fact that when you had your divorce, that is really when you became even clearer about what you wanted that experience was traumatic it was painful but you can almost say thank you to him now because it's almost <laughs> like hello you know this is something that I you know that I always say you know I've also been divorced and it's mm -hmm. it's really about coming to understand what that relationship meant for you and what is it that you can now use it as a stepping stone and he will use it as a stepping stone you will use it as a stepping stone and it's about what do you now do with it in order for it to be meaningful a meaningful experience in the present because all we have is this present time and we are really resolving the fears and the triggers that we have using different tools, using meditation, using values, using our beliefs clearing, using our inner child healing. And sometimes we can use a permission slip, a tool for a while, and then it doesn't work anymore. It, it, you know, it, it, it becomes you know, quite irrelevant to us because we're evolving all the time. So it's about staying curious, staying curious as to what will work for me now. And I love the fact that you are working with imagination because our imagination allows us to touch into the opportunities around us, that freedom that we have, and resolving the fears that stop us from thinking we do not have power. We do not have power. This is key because we give our power away from childhood. We're told, if you do this, I will not love you. So we do something that is not meant for us or that is not true to us because we want to be loved but then we feel the, dis the dissonance within us. So coming to understand that our imagination allows us to grow, to expand, to go beyond what has kept us in that box. So I love that you're doing that in your work. Tell us, do you do it as a program or as a course or how does your, your program or your, your service actually work? So I have programs that I offer and the sessions that I offer. So when people come, we have programs that I have, uh, a three-month program where we can work on 
on your belief system, on your mm-hmm. on all the aspects that I've talked about, finding your clarity, understanding your values, understanding your values. And because I'm, uh, I'm an NLP practitioner, so I combine everything that I've learned. And it's a program that combines a lot of things, including meditation and, and creating affirmations that are working for you. So I have a program that is, is, is a three months program that I work with. And I just created a program for women. It's called Creating, Creating Women of Influence, which is also a six months program where we work with women through the same journey. But in the end, we allow them to, uh, instead of just going through transformation. So now we take another step where we allow you to be mentored to go to tap in to 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 grow whatever you have been you found as your as your as your purpose because as I went through my transformation I learned after that I didn't I knew what I wanted to do but I didn't know how to start so it was another journey of finding people holding me up to start my business and all of that so I, and I realized most of the women that you you, you coach go through the same so the after transformation after a while if you don't know how to act on your on on, on your purpose, you start going back, you start sliding back and you start going back to your bad habits. But if you get people who now motivate you and, and, and mentor you to, towards your goal, then you start, you, you grow. So we we we, are, we created a program where women can come and have the transformation first and then being mentored to what they want, whatever they want to grow in the future. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thank you, Fatima. So um, what would you say to those currently going through um, a bit of a whirlwind or a lot of overwhelm at the moment. What advice would you give? For someone who's going through challenges right now, I'll say challenge is part of life. And I think that's the beginning of your story. So if you're going through something that is so, it's making you feel that you cannot make it, look at it as, as the beginning of learning of where you want to go because that's the opening door and everything happens for a reason in your life. It's a challenge, but that challenge happened for a reason. So don't feel sad and feel despair, but look for the reason behind it because that challenge is part of who you are. And I said, as I said before, when you look at that challenge and you dive deeper and just take the leftovers that are gonna help you create a future, then take the leftovers and put them in the table and learn what you want to learn from them. And be honest to yourself and start seeing what my leftovers, what do they tell me? They tell me if they are, if you're feeling that you feel like you're not good enough, imagine if you keep on telling yourself you're not good enough for the, 10, the next 10 years, what kind of life will you want to have in the next 10 years? Mm. So you have to learn from it and change and become better because Nobody in this world, and if you, even if you go through all the people who have become successful, if you look at their life, they all had gone through challenges, mm-hmm. but they never gave up. And you have to find the, your, 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 your strength from the challenges that mm-hmm. you're going through. So you have to believe that there's more to you. You have to believe that there is a purpose in this world for you. And I think when you start understanding there's a purpose for you, most of us are looking for how am I going to change this, this, this challenge that I'm going through rather than go find that why, what, what is my why on this earth? Mm-hmm. What is my why? Why am I here? And when you start asking yourself that question, you start finding a, a reason to start hoping because you're here for a reason. And I believe every single person on this earth is unique. Mm-hmm. 
you have your own uniqueness. Mm -hmm. Unless you allow yourself to tap into you and find that uniqueness, you're always going to find challenges. So whatever you tell yourself, and, and it's very important because when we go through challenges, we start blaming and telling ourselves, I have bad luck. I can't make money. I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm always facing problems. These are things that you're always affirming to yourself. Mm -hmm. So learn to say good things to yourself because your thoughts are your, are your emotions and which are your behaviors and, they are, and then the results that you get. So mm -hmm. everything that you think in your mind, think it positively. I know a lot of people say, how can I think positively when I'm going through a challenge? But if you see that challenge as a, as, as, as a defeat, then it's going to be a challenge. But if you take it as a lesson and a learning, then that helps you to change. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's going through challenges, just know everybody, anybody who has made it in this world has grown through challenges, but they never accept to defeat. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. And one of the things that you can take in, in life is taking ownership. I believe when you learn to take ownership of really not blaming and not expecting others to come and pull you up, you will gonna change because it's up to you to build your vision. Mm -hmm. A lot of us feel like when you go through a challenge, somebody is gonna come and help you. You are the change. Someone said before, uh, if you change, if you wanna have change, you have to raise your standard. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's a very good thing. But how do you raise a standard when you don't even believe you have a standard to raise? So for you to change that standard and be have to, to, to raise to that standard, you have to believe in yourself. You have to have faith in who you are. And I think the one thing that is very powerful is having faith. Faith in yourself and faith in God. Mm -hmm. Because as, 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 as humans, God gives us a reason, get, brought us to this earth and he's the one who's giving us everything that we have in this world. Mm -hmm. And the one person you can, you can always believe that is going to change your life is God. So if you don't have faith in your creator, then you have faith in nothing. And I believe faith is a miracle. Because a lot of things that I have done in my life until this moment, I say I, I, I've done them because of faith. Mm. I just have faith things are going to be, get better. And you work on it. Faith and believing with action. So you cannot just sit there and believe and not take action. You have to take action. You have to take action and try as much as you can. Fail and fail again and fail again. But every time you fail, stand up and try again until you get where you want it where you want to get and it's important to know what is your purpose why are you in in this earth i, I read the book um seven, the seven effect uh, seven habits of effective people mm -hmm. and the first chapter i read and that book really changed the way i think things he talked about you walking and seeing yourself when you, you're at the end of this world and seeing what people will say what people would say about you when, you when you're not there. So imagine what you want your child to say about you when you're not there and your family. What story do you want them to share about you? Would you want your child to say you're a failure or would you want your child, your child to say that you are a hero? And being a hero doesn't mean you have to be a millionaire. You have to be someone who has courage to take challenges and, and live with them and work with them and create the fulfillment that suits you. I think people are, are looking for fulfillment in terms of material things. But when you look for fulfillment in terms of understanding who you are and what you want in life, 
and the things that are really important to you, not what society wants, and doing the things that you love and working with the people that you want, you start achieving everything that you want in life. So what do you want people to say about you when you're not here? And how do you want to connect with you? How, because I believe God brought you here for a purpose. And when you die, he will ask you, what, purpose, what was your purpose? Did you fulfill your purpose on earth? So you have the possibility of becoming who you want to become. As long as you believe in yourself, you take action and have clarity of where you want to find, you, find your life in the future. Uh-huh. So never give up. The fact is you never give up. Yeah. There's nothing that is impossible. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Fatima. Thank you so much. And where can people find you now? Where can they find and connect with you? Uh, I am on Facebook where I have the podcast, as you know, where I, I'm doing my my uh, podcast. So you can find me on Messenger. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. And I all of them, I use my name, Fatima Hassan. Uh, you'll find me on Instagram. You'll find me on Facebook. Uh, I'm making my website, which is going to be ready soon. And um, I'm all in social media. So if you come on social media, mostly on Facebook, because I'm on Facebook because of my podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm on Instagram, I'm in, and I'm, and I'm, on, I'm on YouTube, wherever you want to find me, you will find me. Just send me a message or an email and I will reach you if you have any question. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Fatima. Thank you for joining me today. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you. And I do also want to thank my listeners and I look forward to you joining us again on the very next episode of Living from the Soul Center. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Don't go yet, Fatima. Yes, so we're off live stream now. (laughs) I'll stop the recording.